Today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. Your Lockdown Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, September 9th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check me out on my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, good afternoon everyone. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. We got lots of good stuff coming up on the show here today. We're also closing in on the weekend. And tonight... Starting back up is NFL football. It's the best time of the year. We got hockey season coming up real soon. Major League Baseball playoffs. Football season's back. College and the NFL. It's incredible. I love the fall. Uh, We got the Bucs and the Cowboys to kick things off tonight. The Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. No better way to start the football season, and then, of course, per usual, this Sunday, there's a whole slate of games for week one, including our Chicago Bears taking on the Los Angeles Rams primetime Sunday night football. Unfortunately, no Justin Fields, sadly, uh, unless Andy Dalton, you know, just stinks it up that bad um, early and often, uh, but it's not sounding like Justin Fields is going to get any action anytime soon for the Bears, folks. But football season, you know, football is back as of tonight. We're actually now nearly midway through the month of September already, which is pretty insane. Uh, and also, as I just uh, just mentioned briefly a moment ago, hockey season, ladies and gentlemen, just continues to creep on up closer and closer and closer. And we're even starting to hear a little bit of uh, hear hear a little bit more of a schedule as to the 2021-2022 regular season. Yesterday, the Chicago Blackhawks made a couple of announcements. First, their single-game tickets will officially begin to go on sale next Tuesday, September 14th at 12 p.m. Central Time. That's noon CT for everyone here in the Chicagoland area. Uh, And also... Along with that announcement, if you want to go get those single-game tickets, be sure to hop on those quickly because they're probably going to go rather uh, rather fast based on uh, no one being at the United Center in quite some time. So um, Tuesday, September 14th, they go on sale at noon. And also, along with that announcement from the organization, came 
A couple of noteworthy dates that you should definitely either write down in your notes somewhere or go and jot it down on the nearest calendar because these are ones you're not going to want to miss this year. First, on October 21st, that's actually the second home game of the season for the Hawks, the team will finally be celebrating Patrick Kane's 1,000th NHL game in front of the fans at the United Center. And for those of you who uh, either didn't know or just simply forgot because it happened so long ago now, Kane, yes, has already played in his 1,000th NHL game. That occurred last season. But due to COVID-19, you know, preventing the fans from returning to the UC uh, until the second-to-last game of the season, um, due to that, the Hawks, I guess, they, they, they made the right decision to just wait until they could ensure a proper ceremony would be held because that's what number 88 deserves for playing a thousand in all a thousand games in the National Hockey League for the Chicago Blackhawks. Kane's now played in 1,029 regular season games during his 14-year career in Chicago. And then also the Blackhawks announced a trio of retirement ceremonies That'll be held during their home games throughout the course of the season as well. The first one will come on January 13th against the Montreal Canadiens, which is his former team, so quite fitting. Andrew Shaw will be the first to have a a retirement ceremony this season for the Blackhawks. Uh, Of course, you know, Shaw helped the team tremendously during two unforgettable Stanley Cup runs. Uh, All in all, he wound up playing in 362 games with the Blackhawks, 544 in total throughout his 10-year NHL career, and that should definitely, uh, October, or no, that one's January 13th, excuse me, October 21st is the celebration for Kaner. January 13th against Montreal at the United Center, that should definitely be (laughs) one hell of a party to go and look back upon. Some of the legendary moments from the Andrew Shaw era. And then next, the Blackhawks will also hold a ceremony for three-time Stanley Cup champion Brent Seabrook a couple weeks later on January 31st, also coming against the Vancouver Canucks as well. Uh, Seabs, of course, you know, uh, where do I begin and what do I even have to say about the guy that's not already known throughout the Chicagoland area? Um, I guess just most notably, you know, uh, the vocal locker room leader during the dynasty era for the Blackhawks, um, wore his heart on his sleeve at night in and night out, spent his entire 15-year career here in Chicago, a uh, thousand games in the NHL. I was actually lucky enough to be in attendance that night for his a thousandth NHL game, and it actually wound up being the Scott Foster game as well against the Winnipeg Jets, so a little bit of a double whammy that night. Uh, but glad to see Seabrook, you know, getting more recognition, more well-deserved recognition, of course, for just being um, a fearless warrior and leader on the ice for the Blackhawks and also off the ice, uh, a great human being as well. Um, so January 31st will be the celebration for Brent Seabrook. And speaking of fearless warriors, the third and final retirement ceremony for the Blackhawks this season will be Fellow three-time Stanley Cup champion defenseman Nicholas Jalmerson, he will be also getting a retirement ceremony at the UC this year. March 3rd against the Edmonton Oilers will be Hammer's ceremony. 
Uh, and that will actually also be the fourth and final of the ceremonies that the Blackhawks are expected to be holding this season. Uh, it, it was a sad day going back to hearing that Jalmerson had decided to hang up the skates for good after he spent a couple more years out in the desert with the Arizona Coyotes. Um, even in his time there, you know, he was uh, incredible. In my opinion, the best true defensive defenseman of his time. And the analytics will also tell you that too. It's not just my Blackhawks fan bias that will say, you know, Jalmerson should be in that category. Um, the, the numbers will back it up as well. So underrated throughout his career, man. I mean, the guy would literally block a shot with, I remember, I just remember Jalmerson blocking a shot with his throat and having to wear like the, the turtleneck for a couple of games there. And he was still out on the ice. He couldn't talk. But he'd do anything to get to get the job done, man, and that's why um, he was a, a crucial piece of three Stanley Cup championship teams. So um, great to hear that Hammer is also going to be getting uh, a ceremony for the uh, with the Blackhawks this season, a proper ceremony, I should say, with the fans back at the UC during the early part of March 2022. But with these announcements, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say one thing I was shocked to see is that no Corey Crawford getting recognized by the Blackhawks. He was the odd man out of the group. No retirement ceremony as of right now is planned for Crawford at the United Center. And that just makes me wonder, you know, with um with how things played out last summer with Crawford kind of seemingly being shown the door by the front office after all he did for the franchise. And then of course he goes and um, signs with the Devils, I just think he never truly wanted to leave Chicago and didn't see himself going elsewhere, and then all of a sudden, that door was closed immediately on him. It's not like it was he even had an opportunity to get a new contract. The Blackhawks just made that decision right there and then that he wasn't going to come back. And apparently, you know, Crawford also stated that um, there wasn't much of a conversation between the two sides beforehand, like the Blackhawks were the first ones to make that decision. Uh, and Crawford probably wanted to stay with Chicago. So <clears throat> I just wonder, you know, if there's some tension between the two sides that uh, has kind of played a factor into Crow not getting a, a retirement ceremony this year, which, you know, is pretty sad to see. If it is the organization holding out on Crawford, that would that would be um, a, a pretty petty thing to do for for them. But uh, no one no one would say they're shocked by all the things we know now from the people up front. Uh, but we'll see about Crow. We'll see what happens there. Um, but now we have official dates for three retirement ceremonies for this upcoming season and also for Patrick Kane's 1,000th game ceremony to look forward to in the 2021-2022 regular season. All right, there are a couple of announcements that came from the Blackhawks on Wednesday. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to talk about some intriguing data on a couple of Blackhawks players from last season. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend... 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership. Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but 
RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and they're always reliably low. The RockAuto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you can even choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and they're also the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you'll ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. I also need to talk to you all about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So go get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more right now at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just got done talking about a couple of important dates to star on the calendar for the Blackhawks during the upcoming season. Moving on now, I also wanted to be sure to get into some interesting data that I saw posted on Twitter yesterday from Jay Fresh Hockey, who I've talked about a couple of times now on the show in the past already. Um, but if you're on Twitter and you find yourself not subscribed to JFresh at the moment, go and do yourself a favor by doing that right now because uh, there's just plenty of great analytical stuff and such, you know, that's coming from his account on the daily. So I definitely recommend doing that. Uh, and on Wednesday, we got some of that good stuff from JFresh. He posted a, a bunch of different data that had been collected from the 2021 regular season. And a couple of these graphics that he posted directly involved the Blackhawks and some of their players. So uh, I definitely wanted to be sure to bring all of that to light on the show here today. The first one I saw was the NHL defenseman leaders in terms of puck battle win percentage. And coming in at number six was none other than Blackhawks blue liner Connor Murphy, who According to Jay Fresh and this uh, data from, uh, well, let me go look it up before I say the wrong thing. Uh, but according to this data that was found, let me, okay, here we go, here we go. According to, now I'm dropping the ball on myself. All right, but according to uh, this data, Connor Murphy, here we go, now, I'm, uh, now I found it. It is in stat hockey's tracked stats. And it was posted by Jay Fresh Hockey. According to this model, coming in at number six 
was Connor Murphy, who won 62.1% of his puck battles at even strength last season, which was only 2.5% behind the top man, Andy Green, of the New York Islanders. The top five was Andy Green, Brent Burns of the San Jose Sharks, which is kind of interesting to see that he was number two because a lot of people kind of rag on his game defensively and think only uh, he, the only things he can do well is uh, on the offensive side. Uh, but he actually came in at number two at 63.8%. Number three was Jacob Slavin, who's arguably one of the best defensemen in the NHL right now. Uh, number four was Justin Braun for the Philadelphia Flyers, another great shutdown defensive defenseman. Justin Falk for the St. Louis Blues was number five. And then Connor Murphy was number six. Uh, interesting, uh, Interestingly enough, too, at number eight, Gustav Forsling for the Florida Panthers. And, and man... Am I really worried that the Blackhawks made a mistake about letting Gustav Forsling go entirely too early? Because first, if if you all are fans, if you're listening to this and were fans of the team when Gustav Forsling was around a couple years back, it was clear that he had NHL stuff. The craft was there. I just always felt like he was never used in either the the right system or at the right times, or if, you know, honestly, just Joel Quenville's staff was just not for him, which that was the case for a lot of young players, so not ruling that out at all, but then he goes to Florida with Quenville again, and is now successful, like, it's just really weird how it didn't work in Chicago, but now it's working in Florida with the same coach, obviously, um, the talent in Florida, that what they have right now is better than what Chicago had when Forsling was around, but man, that's just tough because even even when it was his first couple seasons here, I I just felt like he was in the NHL way too early, 19, 20 years old. It just didn't feel like he was ready for that level quite yet, but clearly he seems to be now coming in at number eight on this list. Uh, And also... Interestingly enough, joining Murphy and Forsling on this list of top 20. Coming in at number 16 is now former Blackhawks defenseman as well. Nikita Zadorov, now a member of the Calgary Flames. Big Z actually won 60.4% of his puck battles at even strength last season, uh, which is probably a little bit of a shocker to a majority of the listeners out there. But I will I will give Big Z some credit because in terms of his physicality, I, I, Big Z didn't, in that aspect, Big, Big Z didn't disappoint by any means last season. I thought he did do a good job in that department of being physical and adding some size back there and being good along the boards. However, that just didn't outweigh how poor he was with the puck on his stick and also the mental lapses that he would have from time to time as well. Um, But it's certainly, you know, a little curious at least to see Zadorov come inside the top 20 in the NHL in terms of puck battles won last season. Another stat from Jay Fresh regarding defensemen that I wanted to talk about as well was the top 25 in terms of takeaways per 60 minutes last season. Only one Blackhawks defenseman cracked this list in 2021, ladies and gentlemen, and that was, drumroll, Calvin DeHaan. Probably not the guy most of you were thinking. DeHaan only suited up in 44 of the Blackhawks' 56 games last season. I mean... He only missed 12 games, but when he only played 56, that's a big chunk. 
Uh, but once again, when he was healthy, I thought Dahan proved that he could be a serviceable second-pairing guy in his own zone. And these numbers kind of help prove that because Dahan ranked 16th among all NHL defensemen with 27.6 takeaways per 60 minutes at even strength. And now, thinking about how the Hawks have upped their blue line surrounding Dahan, he's probably now their fourth or fifth guy in the rotation instead of being arguably the third heading into the offseason now that the Blackhawks have Jake McCabe and Seth Jones joining the top four. That should be a, that should wind up being a much better result on defense for the Blackhawks as a team this season, as I say with my fingers crossed. Uh, but hopefully, you know, Dahan can be a part of that. Hopefully he can continue to be a, a sturdy and a reliable player back there on D for the Blackhawks and also just have a little bit better of injury luck this year because it, it's been tough for him. Uh, since he's arrived in Chicago, and if that group can remain healthy, you know, I, I really do believe they have the potential to be one of the better top fours in the entire NHL. All right, there are a couple of stats from last season that I wanted to be sure to mention on the show here today regarding a few Blackhawks defensemen. Coming up in just a minute, it's time to reveal number seven on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like coconut, salted caramel, double chocolate, and they now also have a couple of new flavors like strawberry and grasshopper cookie. They also have cookies and cream, cherry barcia, and many more flavors, all of which are covered in 100% real chocolate and are also soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L and LOCKED, then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. One more time, be sure to check out Built Bar for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. I also need to talk to you all about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball has taken over for the summer. If you're a baseball fan, this is your favorite time of the year. Football season also is right around the corner, and UFC is in full swing all year round. So for any sport you want to gamble on, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your, fi- on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I just finished up sharing a couple of deeper statistics on a few Blackhawks defensemen from last season. Now, before I wrap up the show here today, I still have to unveil the number seven prospect on my Blackhawks top ten prospects list. Per usual, first, as a little bit of a recap, first, forward Mackenzie Entwistle kicked things off at number ten. Then, Landon Slager came in at number nine last week. Earlier this week, defenseman Wyatt Kaiser of Minnesota Duluth was revealed to be number eight. And now, coming in at number seven on the show here today, ladies and gentlemen, we have 2019 second round pick defenseman Alex Vlasic from Boston University, a six foot six, 200 pound left handed defenseman that is notably the younger cousin of longtime San Jose Sharks shutdown defender Mark Edward Vlasic, who was. One of the very best in the business for a while there in his own zone. And Alex, like his older cousin, plays a pretty similar style and has a lot of the same aspects. He has the ability to use that large frame of his in the long reach in order to shut shut down opponents both off the rush and also just all over the defensive zone and along the boards. And also, for being so large, one of Vlasic's best attributes is that He's a pretty decent skater, and that aspect of his game, it's yet to be an issue at all so far in his young career, which you always like to hear with with the bigger guys because, you know, most of the time with that size, it, it comes the tendency to have a concrete in, in your skates a little bit. You know, you, you kind of, uh, you know, not, not usually the fastest skaters are the Zidane Charas or the Hal Gills, the John Scotts if you will. The six foot six, six foot seven guys, you don't really hear them being fast too often. But Alex Vlasic, he moves pretty well for being six foot six. And that size and skating combo really is his bread and butter. There just, again, aren't too many guys at that size who can actually move around back there, can actually skate the puck out of harm's way in the defensive zone, and also has good hockey sense and knows where to move the puck in traffic. He's capable of making split-second decisions. He's not a liability in the defensive zone. He moves well and and can help his team break out in the rush. And because of those abilities, Vlasic, at just 19 years old this past season, is just a sophomore, was already logging top minutes for a very strong Boston Terriers squad. He was already very trusted upon by Albie O'Connell and that coaching staff up there in Boston. On the offensive side of things, though, the one thing that hinders Vlasic's upside a little bit is there just isn't much there offensively. That's just never really what he's been known for. And looking back at some of his numbers throughout his career so far, going back to his second and final year with the U.S. National Program in 2018-19, Vlasic recorded just four goals and 23 points for 27, or excuse me, four goals and 23 assists for 27 points in his 61 games played. And then he followed that up last year with no goals and only four assists in 34 games during his freshman year with BU. Um, So it wasn't looking all that good for Vlasic heading into his sophomore season, but I'll I'll give him some credit here, though, because he responded in a big way in the COVID shortened season. He had three goals and five assists for eight points in the 16 games that that BU actually got to suit up for. Uh, It's not a very big collection of data, but maybe there can be a a little something 
offensively to his game. But for the most part, you know, again, that's just never really going to be what Vlasic makes his living for. I don't ever see him providing all that much of an offensive repertoire at the NHL level. And that's kind of why... That's that's kind of what kept him from being higher up on this list to me. You know, I think he really does have all the tools to be a great defender, and because of that, I think, um, at best, he can have second-pairing upside. But again, that's best-case scenario, honestly, because in order for that to happen, he, he's probably going to have to be uh, a premier defender at the next level. Um, but... The more likely scenario for him is probably being a third-pairing shutdown guy who can provide some physicality and is sturdy and reliable in front of his own net and in his own zone. So even though the upside isn't there offensively, though, um, I still do think Vlasic is a pretty safe bet to see NHL action at some point in the future. Of course, we'll have to see how much more time he'll spend up at BU Um, but because of his overall sturdy defensive game and the combination of size and speed that he provides, defenseman Alex Vlasic checks in at number seven on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Thursday, September 9th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to check out the Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day by just simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast. Brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2. Or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talkin' Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until the next episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.